0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast. Today we have DeGrom on his way back, monthly player awards, and emoji tears. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your
1: hosts Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast, Baseball Family. I am Brad. I'm one of your hosts. And joining me on my left is our guy Brig. Brig, how are you today? Sleepy. How are you? Likewise. It is a holiday. <laughs> it is the 4th of July, so we're getting this done early. Um, mm-hmm. Because, Brig, I mean, I one of my other thoughts was doing it Sunday night. But Brig was at, what, an Augusta Green Jackets game Sunday night? Correct. Augusta Green Jackets. How was that? It was it was okay. Yeah.
1: It was okay. I've uh I've got some pretty pointed thoughts on the Augusta situation with minor league baseball. Here's the deal. It wasn't bad. Okay. <laughs> but it's every it's every way single A. Mm. And here's the problem. I've been getting spoiled because in Greenville, even though it's single A. They do not act like it's single A at all. I thought Greenville got promoted. Didn't they get promoted to like double A? No, they're still they're still single A, mm. high A or whatever it's called these days. Okay. Nope. Still single A. And they uh they don't act like it. They don't Yeah, no, they definitely don't. Their promotions, their concessions, their uh the atmosphere, the park itself, like everything about Greenville is way above single A. And so when I got to Augusta, this is my second time now in Augusta, I thought, oh, ah,
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> you know, so I, had this- I didn't want to be too upset at some things. But, I mean, so here's, here's the real, let me tell you the real concern. Okay. It was firework night. It's a tradition of mine. Me and my daughter go every year to the firework show on the 4th July weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So... We, our friends come with us, we get there, we watch the game, um, and, and we're sitting on the grass and it was great. And we were in perfect line of sight of the fireworks show. It was going to be awesome. And then they said, and there's this storm cloud rolling in like it's lightning and everything. It's getting, it's going to happen very soon. So the game ends, it almost went into extra innings, which lucky it didn't actually game ends. And they said, tonight's kids run the bases night. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) <laughs> okay, so which one are you going to do first, run the bases or fireworks? Because this storm is going to come and disrupt all of our the best ideas, are Right? Yeah. So what are you going to do? So they said, "Okay, kids, come line up on the third base or on the first base side and run around." Parents can blah blah blah. Right? They make the announcement. So we're standing in line with this entire group of people, and all of a sudden, the guy on the PA standing at home plate gets on and says are you guys ready for the best fireworks show in the whatever region or whatever which is a bunch Mm -hmm. of malarkey but he (laughs) says uh and so we're standing in line me and my buddy are looking at each other like what because we're under the concourse we can't see anything from where we are and he starts the countdown so there's there's like a hundred kids and their parents lined up on the Under first the base side in the concourse, and then we all just bolted to try and get to a seat, and we missed half the fireworks show because we couldn't see the high aerials, we could only see the ones that are kind of midway up because yeah. the concourse overhang where the box suites are couldn't see anything above it. I'm so angry. I'm still so I'm still so angry. So tomorrow I will be calling somebody at the Augusta Green Jackets and explaining them to them what they did and at least hoping that at least some awareness can be brought to it. I don't know what else will happen.
0: Yeah, but I'm that, angry. That legitimately seems like poor, very poor planning. Like that's that's weird. It was it was a it's gotta have been a miscue
1: between mm-hmm. the the PA and team and the I don't know what. Maybe they rushed it because the storm was coming in. I'm really trying to give them every benefit of the doubt, but the one thing that remains is that when I go to an Augusta Green Jackets game. As much as I enjoy the product on the field, like it's still good baseball, that just it seems like the production of it and the flow of it feels single A, feels Bush. That's all. Just feels Bush League.
0: Yeah, I get. And it's I too get bad that, that it part. is because Wilson and I went to a Boise Hawks game several years ago, and they're they're low way as well. And it felt like we were at a Bush league, like an absolutely Bush league game. Like the only thing that wasn't Bush about it was the fact that the grass was green and fi- and like perfectly manicured, but like yeah. the stadium itself was it's right next to the fairgrounds, but it felt like an extension of the fairgrounds, you right. know, like it was, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a very nice stadium. And I don't know, yeah. it was an interesting experience We we only went to that one game and it's not because of the experience, but, uh, But yeah, it was just, it was, it was unique to say the least. Well, and I'll I'll keep going back to Augusta games. That's not a problem. Yes. I'm still going to keep
1: going back. I just have this. This is, I just know what I'm getting now. That's all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. I understand that. Well, and, and now the Boise Hawks are independent, so it's, I don't know how much better or not it is, but anyway. All right. We have some current events to get into, uh, to get you ready for, uh, the rest of your week after the holiday, because today is a holiday, but anyway, so first things first, First, Jacob Degrom has started his rehab assignment in Single A. Speaking of which, is that St. Lucie? St. Lucie, yep. Lucy? St. Lucie. Yep. Um, my only, th- my first thought when I saw this was, "May God have mercy on those poor men's souls," because <laughs> yeah. this yes. is not High A, Brig. This is the Low no. A. <laughs> These guys yeah. have never seen anything even remotely close to Jacob Degrom yet, and he no. went out there. He <laughs> <laughs> three strikeouts in the first three at bats in the first inning, and then he sit, he struck out five of the six that he faced with uh, 100 miles an hour, and that's just not fair. Not fair at that level. No, not even close. No. Those
1: no, that's not even sparring partners. That's like something else. That's like
0: that's like a a pop up target at a shooting range. <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> so Wilson. Every time he starts a new video game, he goes, "Dad, why is the first level so easy?" like just because you got to get used to so getting used to the controls uh, he's like oh okay that's what it is that is the first level of it vi- of a video game that's what there it is. you go talk that's about awesome. the mortal combat ladder that's the bottom yeah the bottom yeah <laughs> <throwing laughs> <double. laughs> but, but anyway we have some more injury updates some more injury news max scherzer with his oblique that seems like it had been lingering for a while he is on his rehab assignment started last week with double a being hampton um not so much his performance was what made the news. I mean, he did say, "I'm not planning on being here for very long. I don't want to be a rumble pony. I'm a Met, right?" Yeah. But the thing that he did do, and I don't know if it was felt he felt bad about making the comments, which I don't think he should, but he took everybody on the team out for a great big meal, and then bought everybody in the clubhouse Apple AirPods, yeah. which I thought was a really cool move of him. That like, like guys, I've made it. Keep up with the grind. I appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, someday maybe you can do this for everybody to pay it forward. I thought it was awesome. Really good move yeah. by uh, a guy named Mad Max. Super cool.
1: And apparently this just reinforces this clubhouse personality and the, the the reputation that he has. I guess he's lauded
0: as being one of the best teammates ever frequently. Oh, yeah. He's, he's honestly, he does seem like it. Like, I I can yeah. see that for sure. Yeah, because for sure. teams that he's on tend to win. And I I don't think that's a coincidence no i don't think so either. uh more injury news kyle lewis of the seattle mariners has been out with a concussion now as a mariners fan this was like this was so upsetting he felt so bad for the guy because he missed like almost all of last season with a torn meniscus which is such a small knee injury typically but it just lingered it never got better right. so then he came back this year he had his rehab assignment and he i think he played in like four games and then he got hit in the head got a And it was but it wasn't just hitting the head. He got hit in the shoulder. His helmet fell off as he went to dodge it. And then the ball hit him in the head. Like the pitch hit him in the head. Yeah. So he got a concussion, has been out for golly, three, four weeks. I guess he said he didn't get out of bed for almost three weeks because it was just so miserable. Um, but he's coming back. He started his rehab assignment on Sunday in Tacoma, and I could not be more excited because in those few games that he played, he shredded. He was so good, because he's one of my favorite players, and I'm excited for him to come back. I think he's an offensive piece the Mariners are missing, uh, which is saying something because things are starting to click. Yep. Um, speaking of the Mariners, this weekend they played the A's, and Frankie Montas started for the A's on Sunday, but he left after one inning pitched with shoulder inflammation. Um, it was crazy, because first the first pitch he threw, Julio Rodriguez just teed off on him. Which is uncharacteristic for Montas, because everybody was like, "Oh, snap! It's going to be one of those days." But then, the Mariners' broadcast showed that his fastball was down three miles an hour hmm. during that first inning. But then the A's didn't come out and say anything about what whether it's an injury or anything until after the game. There was a lot of speculation that maybe he was getting—they're getting ready to trade him. Yeah. Um, they were thinking some kind of injury, and it turned out that the shoulder that he couldn't fully well- extend. This could not be
1: a worse timing for Frankie because this the trade deadline is like rapidly approaching. Mm-hmm. And dude is a top tier trade chip right now. Yeah, he is. And so that's
0: bad. Yeah. I would like to see him get out of Oakland and go to a contender. Um, yeah. but honestly, I think people are i think teams would still trade for him. They would just yeah, be like, well, yeah. he's got injury history, right? So maybe the A's don't get quite so much back. So more it's more exactly. I think it's more of a problem for them than it is for him. Yes,
1: that's a good point. I like that. Yeah, that's a Um, really good point.
0: Speaking of top tier guys, Juan Soto left the game against the Marlins on Sunday with a calf injury. He's going to have an MRI on Monday. We'll have more information for that. In fact, I think we'll update you on Thursday night during our live. We'll give you an update on the Juan Soto injury. If it continues to linger, if he's back by then, then we won't worry about it. But uh, Mm -hmm. that could be a – I don't know. I don't think it'll be a problem for him, other than the fact that he's just shooting for numbers at this point this season right yeah he is yeah that's what i would say too but yeah like if he has to take some time off this is the season to do it it's true yeah (laughs) yeah that calf it's really lingering it won't it won't won't, pull a mike trout (laughs) oh snap (laughs) (laughs) chris sale has been (laughs) nursing a rib injury (laughs) for a while now it seems like it's been some time yeah Uh, it sounds like about seven years it feels like it It really does yeah because it's been a very long time so we've seen chris sale pitch um but he's getting ready to go out on a rehab assignment red sox fans so you might get to see him this season you won't get to see the old chris sale
1: though i'm terribly sorry oh yeah and if you do it'll be four starts and then he'll have
0: something else go wrong i'm sorry Wow, that was too bold, wasn't it? That was too blunt. You're not wrong, though. I mean, it's but like, that's what happens. It, it's, it's a real thing when there when certain people are injury prone. It's just it's just the makeup of your body, right? It's it's. I'm one of them. It's bad. Life. Personally,
1: it's just that's my life. I get it. So you can speak to that more one than most no people one. can. It's it takes one to know one thing. I know what it's like.
0: <laughs> but so those are some of the Ugh. the major injury uh, updates. Of course, there are always plethora of injury updates right but those are just some of the big ones all right moving on um despite everything going on in baseball runs scored home runs and the Phillies hitting four home runs back to back to back to back in the first inning um that was batting average and home runs according to Elias Sports Bureau are down which is shocking to me shocking absolutely shocking it is
1: now shocking
0: from May to June, it's down three points, two forty-five to two forty-two. Uh, home runs are down nine percent. Uh, that's the big last one. Year. That is the big yeah. one. Um, yeah. Team teams averaged one point one eight home runs per game last year. Whereas this year, they're down to one point zero seven home runs per game, which doesn't yeah. feel significant, but that's big. I was gonna say, like the the difference in those numbers, that's only eleven hundredths, but that's pretty big with the with the yeah. sample size. That's really sample big. size, exactly. And then, yeah. um, but and don't here's... blame
1: it on the build a park at at uh, Camden. You're right. That's not yeah, you're right. <laughs> that
0: doesn't account for this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that that is a small sample size. But uh, yeah. strikeouts are also down from last year, which is a good thing. Last year they were at mm-hmm. eight eight, nine, uh, per team per game. Whereas right now they're 8.33 per team per game, which is fantastic. I feel like that's great because we want strikeouts down for the most part. And then walks are down from 3.32 per game, uh, to 3.12 per team per game this year. So that's pretty good too. Uh, I have a theory brig. I'm curious if you have any ideas about what might be happening here.
1: I mean, I actually don't have a theory. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on.
0: So, Do you? Yeah, my thought is specifically um, the shift. Oh. Because, because if home runs are down, strikeouts okay. are down, walks are down, to me that says that there are more balls getting put into play. But because batting average is also down, those balls that are put into play are leading to outs. Yeah. So either the shift or just outstanding defense, because even balls hit in the outfield, like that's that's just great defense out in the outfield, right? Yeah, they're you getting know? nabbed for sure. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's it's has a lot to do with defense, and I'm sure the shift is a significant part in that, because mm. I have seen so many balls that were hit hard just this weekend alone that were directly at somebody because they have the analytics and the understanding of where to put guys to yeah. make that play so much easier for them. So, I like that. Next year I legitimately think that batting average will go up with no shift. Yeah. Which I like. That's I do too. Yeah. I like I think everybody likes that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I understand the argument of just learn how to hit the ball the other way. It's like well everybody does know how to hit the ball the other way, but the issue is being able to hit 100 mile an hour fastballs the other way, <laughs> because, right? Yeah, that's the hard part. But okay, moving on. Um, the angels this weekend were driving the struggle bus against the astros, they got yeah. swept in a three game series. Um, and they struck out 20 times not in the entire series, but Sunday alone. Sunday alone, the angels struck out 20 0. Times brig, yeah. That reason, that's not going to help the league average. That's not going to help the league average of strikeouts. Holy no. moly! Um, Mike Trout for the series went zero for eleven with nine strikeouts, and this is something I thought was really interesting. And <laughs> we've been bagging on Mike Trout a lot the last couple weeks, but I did it just a minute ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know <laughs> that's what I'm alluding to. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> This is the thing, Brig. His strikeout rate is way up this year. Like against the Mariners a couple of weekends ago. He was literally either hitting a home run or striking out. He had one single. Yeah, And then it was the other end, like total polar polar opposites. I did some math last night. I thought I thought it would be better to do it uh off the air rather than on. His strikeout rate this year is thirty four point two percent. For his career, he's 26.1. Before this year, that's insane. That's insane. That is so, so, so much. So, um, I posed the question to you earlier this year that Mike Trout might be past his prime. And we kind of both were like, nah, later, you know. And I still don't think he is, but man, this is a mighty slump he's in.
1: I don't think he's past his prime. I think he's being affected by all of the other things going around him.
0: More of a mental thing than anything? Yeah.
1: And I think it's a team dynamic thing. And I think if he had the support from the front office, he had the support from the rest of the lineup, et cetera. I don't think it Mm – like you've seen him shake off disgruntled uh, uh, – what do you call them? Situations, like when he's disgruntled Uh out in the outfield. And he'll – Clearly he a, display chagrin.
0: Yeah. Well, like last so last week, if anybody who didn't see that, he was trying to tell the catcher that the pitcher was tipping his pitches. Yeah. And he was obviously just he was I don't I don't even want to say he was frustrated. He was annoyed more than anything. Annoyed is perfect. <laughs> just like come on, man. Like help a guy out. The fact that he could yeah. see it from center field, now obviously the batters knew what was going on. So that's, for sure. Yeah, I would be. Frustrated I think that's his too, problem. Though. Yeah. In fact, you know what, Brig? Um, I'm guilty of something like that. When I was 12, um, I had a friend who recruited me to go play on a team with him. And I had been playing travel ball at this point for a couple of years. And so he recruited me to go play on this this rec league team with him. And it was like, talk about a band of misfits, Brig. <laughs> <laughs> like, the coach even told me at one point, we got blown out one game. The coach even told me at, at practice, he's like, he's like, I'm so sorry you came to play with this. We'll get a team around you and i was kind of like well i didn't have a very good game either but if you say so i guess but at one point i got so (laughs) frustrated playing with that team because they were not nearly as good as the guys i was used to playing with the at 12 break i faked an injury so i could come out of a game
1: (laughs) you don't say
0: i did i did yep
1: isn't that interesting
0: yeah i slid into second base and pretend to roll my ankle (laughs) <laughs> that is a real thing that happened as a 12-year-old. So,
1: so if you think about it, a 30-year-old man, mm-hmm. is capable of
0: something similar maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You should not the be difference named. is the difference is that <laughs> I wasn't getting paid.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: But it, I, I I did almost quit baseball after that season though because I was really wow. frustrated. Yeah, really bugged. But I don't blame you. Well, Mm-hmm. Goes. I better stop okay. talking about it or I'm going to
1: be accused of things. <laughs>
0: <right>. A couple <laughs> more things here before we go into break. First <laughs> off, Brig, the Padres released their City Connect uniforms. They sure Holy did. guacamole. Um, speaking of guacamole, it kind of looks like a little bit on the sleeves. Um, <laughs> they're, they're white jerseys. With the left sleeve is like a really light green. The right sleeve is a bright purple. This isn't a very good picture. I couldn't find any good pictures of these jerseys. uh It's like they put them in the dark for a reason, I think. But uh, <laughs> like I said, like the the, the the chest, like the best part is white with a pink number on the front, and then San Diego across the front uh, has an interesting kind of font with green on the bottom half and pink on the top half, and then the hats are kind of like that that are that same green color with sandiate with the sd and pink um yeah i don't know what i think of these brig what what do you think about them uh, you know every time i see them i get caught between wow
1: that's so bad <laughs> and then i think uh it looks like miami
0: Mm, and then i
1: think oh no it's just bad and then i think no it's
0: just out of place and i think no it's just bad (laughs) (laughs) so i did see that this is this is specifically a nod to they said to their bi national fan base because they have a lot of fans in mexico which i get you know so i i think that the pink and the green is supposed to be kind of like red and green but they wanted to make it loud um you don't say and my, yeah, very loud. My first thought, <laughs> though, was when I saw the jersey, I was like, that's cool. I like the color. I like the way they did San Diego. Um, But then I saw the hat and I was like, I don't like the hat. That looks like something see, you could have bought. I think the hat's Lid. the best part. And see, I feel like the hat is just something you, that was on sale at Lids like 15 years ago, maybe even yeah, 20. Yeah, you're probably right. You know? true. Yeah. But they didn't do anything special with the hat. And that's something I would have liked to have seen. But the the big disappointment to me is there is not a palm tree to be seen. Yeah, that's the biggest disappointment. Is you've got to so have I some did kind some, of nod to the to the area. Go ahead.
1: I did some looking into this, and I followed a bunch of threads and read a bunch of comments. And it turns out that everybody who's not from San Diego is okay with this. Everybody who's in San Diego, and especially those who are from San Diego, are livid. They're not just disappointed, they're angry. They're they're mm. straight up, they're feeling jilted.
0: Is there any like particular misrepresented? Reason is it because like I said, there were like there's no no nod at all to the area, I feel like, besides being close to the border. That's it. And they're trying to
1: represent something that doesn't represent the city, is what all the San Diego fans I've spoken to and read up on and stuff have said. They're yeah. like, this isn't Even us at all, I don't even know where they came up with this. Yeah, it was interesting because to me it it looks like a taco,
0: like a pink taco. Well, it's like I said, like the sweet, the sleeves are kind of a guacamole color, like the sleeve and the hat. Even my first thought was mint, but I think guacamole is a more accurate description. Yeah, I don't, I don't like them. I've decided, but I, I still don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm okay with the jerseys for the most part. I would never buy one, but the hat is the problem with me. So they're they, fun. They, they, didn't try. they are, yeah, they're fun. They're fun
1: jerseys. Mm-hmm. The problem is is they're not doing what they said they were going to do. I think that's my issue right. with it.
0: Yeah, and I can see that absolutely. For sure. Anyway, so, that's how I feel I don't know. I feel like Nike should do a lot better on these. They're I feel like they're mailing it in this year. Like big time. <laughs> Totally, it's bad. I I was really excited for Seattle because they're probably going to do Seattle next year, and because I think next year's the last year they're doing them. I'm really excited so. for what they're gonna what they're gonna do Seattle, but now I'm nervous after seeing this and the last one and the Brewers. Like I'm really nervous what they're gonna do for Seattle.
1: Well, and me too with the Yankees. I'm like, how are they gonna? Nobody even Major League Baseball can't riff off the Yankees successfully. Yeah. There's no jumping off point, none.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The only thing I can think that they might do is reverse pinstripes. Well, go the Chicago route. The White Sox. Yeah, Yeah. I was thinking if
1: they went on the spray paint route, that would be really cool. Yeah. So that's all I can see. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Final thought on this. They're probably honestly, they're probably going to go with the uh, with something to do with a bridge. Is my thought. just like off the top of my head right now. There you go. Kind of like the um, the Hefes hat that we saw. It's a crown, but it's the Brooklyn Bridge, and I think they're going to do something like that. But I could see that. Okay, last thing we have here before we go to our break: players who will not be traded from each team. Who do you think is the safest at the trade deadline? Let's start with the Yankees. Who do you think is the safest? Aaron Judge. Oh, absolutely. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he's the safest. (laughs) I think next up is. DJ LeMahieu and jo- Carlos Stanton. Mm-hmm. Those guys.
0: Is there anybody who's not safe?
1: Uh, Joey Gallo is not safe. No. Um,
0: no. Aaron Hicks, I don't Hicks, think he's I don't safe. Think from he's a DFA, safe. A DFA either. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what it comes to. Um, I don't think Higashioka is all the way safe. I think he, I don't know. Now it's I'm Romano. worried about that one. Because if we could swing Wilson Contreras and all it took was to get rid of Higgy. That we would yeah. do it.
0: Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. Anyway. Yeah. Who's safe uh, on the Mariner squad? Obviously, Julio. Yeah. I, I don't move him for anybody. Ty France is safe. Um, I feel like starting pitching is safe. They yeah. were not safe a month and a half ago, but now I think everybody's safe. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I would include um, Cal Raleigh is safe. I don't think they're going to try to move for Wilson Contreras like I did a while ago. Um, I think obviously Jesse Winker and Gino Suarez are safe because they just locked up Winker through next year for sure. Um, and they like Gino. Everybody likes Gino a lot. Yeah. Like he's he's become a big, a big piece of that clubhouse. Um, the one who I don't think is safe, though, I think if they could move Abraham Toro and get a reliever, they would. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big believer in Abraham Tour last year. He struggled this year. He did get a, he did hit a walk off. He had a walk off single this weekend. Yeah, uh, and he could be coming around, but he could be coming around just in time to be a trade piece.
1: Yeah. So let's go into some other big name teams like the Astros. Who's absolutely safe on the Astros?
0: Um, I mean, obviously their core, right? Bregman and Altuve are going to be safe. Mm-hmm. I think their pitching staff, for the most part, is going to be safe. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is obviously safe. You know what I would do if I was the Astros? What would you do? I would trade... Kyle Tucker's got to be safe, because he's going to be top-five MVP candidate this year. Um, yeah. I would trade Martín Maldonado and a couple of prospects for Wilson Contreras. But, That's a great move. Because this, this is one of the things about Maldonado, though, is that the dude plays every single day, and he's like a sub-100 hitter. Yeah. He hit like 89 last year, but he still played every day because he's so good defensively. If you yes. can get somebody who's comparable defensively and then get a bat on top of it, the Astros are going to win the World Series.
1: Same argument for Higashioka.
0: Yeah. Exactly
1: the same one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think? Let's see. Uh, Minnesota, who's absolutely
0: safe in Minnesota? Obviously, Buxton and Korea. Yeah. And that might be about it. That's it. If we're being. I was going to say Buxton. Yeah. 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 What about uh, Boston? uh, Boston, the infield. But even then, Dahlbach's (laughs) not safe. (laughs) The entire (laughs) infield, except for Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I could see them trying to upgrade at first base, though. Yeah. Like, so, so here's here's the th- here's the thing that's interesting is the Mariners have Evan White, who they extended before he even got called up. They signed him to like five years, five or anyway, they gave him a pretty big contract before he got called up because they're trying to get uh, a good deal. Turns out it was friendly for White because he's been hurt ninety percent of the time, and the dude really struggles at the plate. But he's a Gold Glover already. Mm-hmm. And he's only played one full season. And even then it was the COVID season. So I'm curious if the Red Sox would be willing to trade for Evan White and try to figure out his bat to upgrade over Dalbach. I don't know hmm. if it would necessarily be that much of an upgrade, but if he can get a change of scenery and hit, because he shows flashes. He can hit the ball hard, but he also strikes out. Yeah. So that, that would be an interesting move, I think. But he's got to get healthy first. so.
1: Switch over to the National League. Who's
0: safe in the Brew Crew? That's weird. They're so weird, Brig. Honestly, I feel like pitching. Yeah, Corbin Burns. And that might be a Woodruff. Brandon Woodruff is safe. Yeah. Um, Cardinals? Cardinals aren't going to touch anybody. You don't think they'll move anybody? I don't think they will. I think we learned last week that they they really value the clubhouse dynamic, and I don't think they're going to move anybody. Okay. What about the Mets? Do the Mets have any holes?
1: I mean, they need a little bit of pitching help, but everybody does. Like we keep saying, that's it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's know. Tough, huh? Yeah, that is tough. What about point? Atlanta? Atlanta's clicking. I, again I don't think they move anybody. That's that's a clubhouse dynamic that works, and I think they just needed to figure out how to come around. So it's working. Uh LA? LA needs to move Gavin Lux. Mm-hmm. I feel like they need to move him if they're gonna if they're gonna win the World Series this year. And who's safe though? Who's never going anywhere? Oh, safe. Um Honestly, you know what though? Okay, I think the only guys who are safe are Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith has got to be safe. Their pitching is safe. Yep. And maybe Max Muncie. I don't I would not be surprised Whoa. to see Justin Turner get moved. Me neither. Um and like I said, Gavin Lux. I could see them and getting sent in a in a trade package for another starting pitcher with Walker Buehler out as long as he is.
1: Yep. And I could see Belly going too.
0: Yes, Belly, that's the other guy. Yeah. What about
1: San Diego? Slam Diego. Who's safe
0: in Slam Diego? Machado. (laughs) (laughs) And some of their starting pitchers, like Blake Snell... Musgrove is interesting because I see a lot of people on Twitter like trade for Joe Musgrove. And it's like every team saying that it's like, why would they trade, trade Musgrove when they're not going to get rid of him? No, there's no reason to.
1: No, it doesn't make any justifiable
0: sense. No,
1: zero. Okay. If you're the Phillies, what are you going to, who are you going to keep
0: and who are you going to get rid of? Oh man, that's tough because they, I shouldn't, know. they shouldn't be losing games is the thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you get rid of a pitcher maybe send a reliever to get a reliever back I don't know right
1: uh, two two middling relievers for a really good one maybe probably yeah
0: yeah would you do that deal I would yeah yeah because some teams are just looking for guys to throw in the pen to fill up uh, to fill space right like yeah. the I would say like the Royals. Maybe the, if you can get a reliever from a, the Royals' best reliever and yeah. send them bodies to throw at teams late in the season, so they don't have to, do, so they don't have to have their pitchers go late in games, and that they can also save their other relievers who they want to build on. If you can get an expiring contract for two two middle relievers with expiring contracts, take it. If you're the Royals, the Reds, somebody like that, yeah, absolutely, do it. Cool. So. Anyway, Baseball Family, let us know what you think are there. Is there anybody on your on your favorite team who you think is absolutely safe? I mean, there's obviously the no-brainers, like I said. Julio Rodriguez, Ty France, those guys are not getting traded. Um, Mitch Hanniger might not be safe, though. I would like to think that he is, but he might not be because he's got yeah. an expiring contract. Uh, but let us know what you think about your favorite team. Jump in the mailbag, BaseballTogether.com, or hit the link down in the description. Um, we will take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to give a fantasy baseball update and talk about the monthly player awards.
1: Take me out to the ball game Take me out to the crowd Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks I don't care if I never get back with me Root, root, root for the home. If they don't win, it's a shame, for it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Shop kids' baseball shirts at 9pluss.com. Welcome back, baseball family. We're going to give you a quick baseball update as far as uh, fantasy baseball is concerned. That's what I meant by that. Fantasy baseball update coming at you right now. Brad is going to give you that, and then we're going to get into monthly player awards.
0: Okay, fantasy baseball league. Here we go. Uh, Let's start from the top of my scoreboard, which means that I am the first team because it's my scoreboard, so it shows me first. Anyway, uh, so it was me, the Manitoba Man-Clowns against Torrey at Springfield Nuclear Power. I won that one 430 to 296. Very happy with that. One-game winning streak so far. Uh, he did have Paul Goldschmidt with 86 points. Again, Paul Goldschmidt, top performer. Um, I think he could be an MVP candidate this season when all is said and done. Top 2-3 finisher. I think he's going to finish. I don't know that he'll necessarily win but he'll, he'll be in the mix. Um, uh, My top performer was Matt Olsen with 66 points, but this is the difference, Brig, is that Paul Goldschmidt tore things up with 86, and his next high score was JT Ramuto with 58. Um, But this this is the difference. This is the difference, Brig. Torrey's low score was uh, JD Martinez with negative eight points for the week. He went one for 22 with 10 Whoa. strikeouts. My low score was Sean Manaya with 12 points. Ooh, so even distribution is the key to success. So yep. very happy about that when I'm six and six. Tori is also six and six now. Next we have Grace Under Fire is Denise and Brigger Mortis, which happens to be our guy Brig. Denise won that one 454 to 321. Her high score was Frederick Freeman with 92 points. Then she had Marcus Simeon with 70. and Brig, you had Yuli Guriel with seventy-four points, and then uh Josh Naylor, who gets like super amped, by the way. That yeah, Dude, gets dude fired is emotional. Up it's a little scary to be honest with you. He yeah. had sixty-eight. Um so you Ty France you is still a, hurt. That's my alibi. He should be coming back soon. He should be coming back soon. There he's off the 10 day IL and they said any day now he should be ready to play. So oh, you, that's good. You should be getting him. Um, and then we've got the Harrisburg Charlie's. That's John and uh Corey or Zip. Sorry. Uh he is Springfield Isotopes. Zip won that one 393 to 374. That's a big win. Like that's a big Bingo. time win. That's an upset, right? Yeah, for <laughs> like, sure. Uh Zip is now two and ten. John is six and six. Looks like he had a rough stretch there for a little bit because he was pretty much dominant. Um, but we talked about Martin Maldonado. He yep. was Zip's top scorer with 73 points. That's got to be based, based primarily on awesome. put-outs. It's got to be put-outs. Um, and then John's top score was Reese Hoskins with 77. And then he had Vlad Guerrero Jr. with 75. Um, Zip also had uh, Josh Bell with 73 points. So nice. good, week. good week for those guys. Uh, John looks like he was missing a couple guys on his lineups. So that probably helped Zip a little bit there. And then finally we have Jason, the Not Another Fantasy team. And Jewel, big league chupacabra. Jewel is absolutely on fire, dominating the entire league. He's 10 and 2, he's in first place. He won that one 478 to 364. Uh, Jewel's top performer was CJ Crone again, again with 84 points. And then he had Cal Raleigh with 79. He picked up Cal Raleigh right before he caught fire, and he's just been that's amazing. It is. It was perfectly ti- perfectly timed. And then uh, Jason's top scorer was Jonah Heim with fifty one, and then Ryan Mountcastle with fifty. So uh, Jewel definitely just ran away with that. And I think he was the top scorer this week too. Yeah, Jewel was our top scorer this week. Yeah. So as That's you would awesome. expect from the first place team. Okay, mm-hmm. let's get into our monthly player monthly awards. Player awards. Brig, would you like to take it away on these? Yes, sir. Monthly player awards are very exciting. <clears throat> the top players
1: in June are as follows. In the National League, we have Kyle Schwabe. Schwab. Schwab's. <laughs> we love him. In the American <laughs> League goes to Jordan Alvarez. That's and the top player only,
0: overall. Not only do we like Schwab's, he loves June, by the way, cuz last year he had that incredible June and then got hurt right before the All-Star break. That's right. Um I'm curious if he can maintain momentum into July. I would like to see him do it, honestly. Because he hit more home awesome. runs in June than the entire Detroit Tigers lineup <laughs> in June. It's just crazy because Javi Baez should be doing way better than this.
1: I am way so better. upset about Javi Baez.
0: It's- yeah, I, oh. I'm i curious Her- if that hitch in his swing. I think we talked about this last week. That If that hitch in his swing they talked about when he first got to the, the cubs. cubs yeah it's caught up to him i don't know but man. something's
1: wrong and it's something's wrong upsetting there, yeah. mm-hmm. Jordan alvarez is a machine and that's really good i hate that guy i know but he's a great <laughs> baseball player he's so
0: good he is so 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 good <laughs> i'd like him <laughs> if he played for anybody else it's just the fact that right. he plays for the astros I hate the guy's guts <laughs>
1: Okay, the Rocky, the rookies. Sorry, not the Rockies. The rookies. <laughs> there are no rookies on this list. <laughs> Rookie awards from June go to Michael Harris the second in Atlanta. Julio Rodriguez
0: is back to back awards now. That's two months in a row.
1: Julio, Julio.
0: <laughs> and I have I have this for you, Brig. I saw this this morning on the Twitter machine. Um, this I thought was fascinating. So it says Julio Rodriguez ranks among qualified AL rookies. Home runs with 14 first. RBIs with 41 first. Stolen bases with 20 first. OPS 820 first. Slugging 483 first. Hits 83 first. Extra base hits 32 tied for first. Runs 45 first. Total bases 145 first. WRC plus 134 first. We're going to get, I think we should get into that next week. That's an interesting stat and it's been yeah, big let's time talk this about year. It, yeah. And then F War 2.6 also first the Rookie of the Year award is Julio's to lose at this point, point. and yep. I am pumped.
1: Well, it, we've been talking about it, and you you especially have been predicting this for months and even before. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it is really exciting. I'm fired up! I
0: love Julio so much. My goodness! Let's Sorry. talk about ahead, pitchers. pitchers. Pitchers through June,
1: we have Sandy Alcantara or Alcantara. Playing for Miami and Dylan Case Cease. Not Case Cease. Dylan Cease. <laughs> Sandy um in Miami is must watch baseball. We've talked about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And the dude, I mean, even though he's on a middling team, the rest of his performances are incredible.
0: Yeah. He must yeah, watch he's baseball. He's awesome. He's really good. The Marlins have a lot of talent. It's just a matter of getting it together. Like I think we've yeah. talked about this before. They might be a year away from making the playoffs. Yeah, but we'll see. I hope it's not more than 1. Yeah, because they'll I think they'll tear it down if it's more than 1. I think so too. Which would be a bummer. But and Dylan Cease has been dealing. Dealing. Holy cow. Absolutely yeah. dealing. The
1: relievers for June are Emmanuel Class A in Cleveland and Edwin Diaz for the Mets. Everybody knows Edwin Diaz is amazing.
0: He is. And he's I feel like he struggled a lot last year, and that was part of the problem the Mets had. But yep. he's found his mojo again. And this is the sixth time in his career he's been reliever of the month. He didn't won it five times with the Mariners. Um the Mets are definitely getting what they paid for with him. Like I think they were willing. To, I think at this point it's like, yeah, we were willing to take on Robinson Cano. We were willing to give up Jared Kelnick. To get this, this is what we want. This is what's going to take us to the promised land. Because you got to have a guy like him to win the World Series. You do, and he's and he, yeah, he's the awesome. best right now. Yep. Do you have any problems with any of these awards, Brick? No. Do you? Hmm. Uh I don't know. I kind of did a little bit last time when I was putting this list together, but there was somebody, but I don't see it anymore. I don't have a problem with it anymore.
1: I think if Aaron Judge's averages were higher and not just his home runs, he would probably
0: be a better contender instead of Jordan Alvarez. And that's Jordan Alvarez. That's who it was. I was like, Aaron Judge had a great June. He what? Three walk offs for three walk offs. I I think that's a big deal and needs to be recognized. But at the same time, Alvarez has been wildly consistent and just himself the entire the entire month. So yeah deserving and they would keep not moving to see judge
1: they keep moving judge around a little bit i mean if they'll keep him in center field i think he'll be a lock-in for a lot of these awards and maybe even mvp because he hits a home run every freaking
0: day unless i put money on him too then he doesn't stop it i did stop good <laughs> <laughs> for that reason like legit brig i did it three days in a row he didn't hit a homer and then i forgot to the next day and he hit when i was like Are you kidding me get plus money on that you kidding me it's your rabbit's foot leave it alone <laughs> <laughs> going especially since i won like 20 bucks this weekend on the marlins whoop, whoop. oh so. yeah baby yeah All right, let's take another break, Uh, but before we do, don't forget to join us on Thursday nights when we do our live. We go live every Thursday during the season at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time where we talk about uh, some of the current events that have gone on since the big show on Tuesday, and also we will break down the big series and games of the weekend that you do not want to miss. So, baseball family, join us Thursday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern for our live on YouTube, Facebook, and twitch as well you can catch us on twitch uh so we'll take a quick break when we get back we're going to go through this month's emoji tears the non sports podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone every other week you can catch david and jason as they talk about all things sports from current events to classic moments and everything in between you can find the non sports podcast on anchor.fm spotify apple podcasts stitcher
1: podcast addict and more Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.
0: Welcome back, baseball family. So every month we do our version of power rankings with emoji tiers, where we just instead of going one through 30, we put them into groups. Uh, but before we do that, Brig has something to remind us about. Go ahead, Brig. Yeah,
1: baseball family, just want to let you know that if you dig what we're doing here, then we would love for your uh, support in a bunch of different ways. Obviously, like, follow, share. Those are always great. But if you want to take it to the next level and get a few perks back, you can find us on Patreon. We have a Patreon. We have three tiers available, $5, $10, and $15 levels of support. And that helps us continue doing what we're doing, but also Mm -hmm. launch a few projects that we have in the works that are we're really excited about so you can jump on there um free t-shirts free hats and different things you can also get the bullpen cut of this show which includes all of the technical difficulties all of the production meetings and everything that's going on um behind the scenes so you can have access to that as well if you want more and kind of the exclusive stuff you can get that on patreon
0: excellent Thank you, Brig, for the reminder. All right, let's you're get welcome. into our emoji tiers. Let's get started off. Brig, share with us. Oh, before actually, before we do that, let's remind everybody if you're new here, we have five tiers. We have the diamond tier, which is the top, and then we have um, the heart tier, which is the teams we love that are good, but not quite there yet. Uh, and then we have the question mark tier, which is the teams we're not quite sure about. And then we have thumbs down. Those are just teams that are really struggling that are bad. And then the bottom is the poop tier. And I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. All right, Brig, go ahead and give us your diamond tier. What do you have for your diamond tier?
1: So things have shifted a little for me this week or this month. Rather, I've got the Yankees at the top. Still, the Mets are still in there, even though they've had a couple of problems. And then the Dodgers have been edged out by Houston. I got the Astros in my Mm. diamond tier this time. And it's, uh, I mean, it's, Probably not a surprise, because the Dodgers keep losing at home and it's not good.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that is
1: definitely not good. Yeah. But Houston has faced both the Yankees and the Mets. I think they did it back to back, if I'm not mistaken,
0: and they Mm -hmm. they won a bunch of those games. Yeah, they swept. I think they swept the Mets and then split with the Yankees because they split with the Yankees. But yeah. there was never a pitch thrown against the Yankees where they trailed. Right. Which is, to me, a pretty big deal. Huge. 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 Right. What you got for your diamond, Brad? Okay. My diamond is pretty pretty much the same. I've got the Yankees, also the Astros. But I do not have the Mets. I have the Dodgers instead. And I wasn't sure. I almost did the Mets um, because I feel like they're – I don't know. They really – they struggled in June. Right, but then I was like, so did the Dodgers. So I had to go to the statisticals, and this is what I found, Brig. Um, the the Dodgers went fourteen and twelve in the month of June, whereas the Mets went thirteen and twelve. So I was like, okay, um, if there's gonna be a one game difference, I gotta have the Dodgers. So I put the Dodgers in over the Mets, Yankees, Dodgers, and Astros, and Astros for all the exact same reason that you said they've been absolutely on fire. Through the month of June. Yeah. Crazy. Glad the Mariners got a lot of their games uh, uh, against them out of the way in May. (laughs) That's a good point. Their trouble. All right. Uh, Who do you have, Brig, for your heart tier?
1: So this was where I saw the most movement, actually. Obviously, the Mm -hmm. Dodgers moved from the diamond to the heart for me, but I've also moved the Red Sox into my heart category. Because they are ridiculous right now. And it pains Mm -hmm. me to say that for all us Yankees fans out there. We, the royal we, are very upset (laughs) by this. But it it remains the fact that they are on a freaking roll. So I've also included them with the Brew Crew, Slam Diego, San Francisco. The Cardinals barely made this list right now. Um, I Mm -hmm. almost put them in the next uh, category down, question mark category. Um, Blue Jays are hanging on. Braves are killing it right now. Yeah, they've uh, moved up into this category. Um, but yeah, I've got the Brew Crew, Padres, Giants, Cardinals, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Braves, and Dodgers.
0: Nice, I like it. Uh, mine is mostly similar. Similar, I feel like. Um, I've got I've got the Brewers, Padres, Cardinals, Red Sox, because uh, the Red Sox are just out of control right now. You can't stop them. I've got the Blue yeah. Jays braves and then i've got the mets here but i also have the twins mm. and um part of this was like I, I based some of this on record so first off Brig, do you realize that the braves have the same record they're half they're actually half a game up on the brewers right now they are uh they have one more win than the twins right now and they would be half a game back of the padres is all Oh, really? Just because the Padres have one more win than them. Hmm. So the Braves have turned into a, to a formidable opponent for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, they're legitimate contenders once again. Um, they're, they're not going to be stopped. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to get the wild card. But they're only three and a half back as of this morning against the Mets, which is a big deal. Pretty big deal to me. It's a huge um, deal. And I went ahead and included the Twins on there because I feel like if you're gonna have the Cardinals on there, you gotta have the Twins. The Twins have they kind of stumbled there a little bit earlier in the month, but they picked things back up. They're back in first place, and they're dom- They're gonna dominate the Central the rest of the way. I feel like they got two games on the Guardians, who by the way went on that massive tear and have fallen off the face of the earth. Yep. And uh, and then the Twins overtook them. And so I don't know the fact the Twins hung with the Guardians during that stretch. is a big deal. So I put them in my heart as well. Who do I don't you know have? why I refuse to oh.
1: appreciate Minnesota for what they're doing?
0: I refuse. It's kind oh, of weird. Maybe it's surprises. an AL it's thing. Minnesota. I don't know. It might just, and it might be because it's Minnesota. Maybe. But they've been good the last few years. Rocko Baldelli no. knows what he's doing. Totally. I can't disagree mm-hmm. with you. Okay. Go mm-hmm. ahead with your question mark here.
1: So this is where I put the twins. And maybe I'm starting to question whether or not they deserve to be here instead of in my heart. But whatever. The Rangers are way better than they should be. Um, the Phillies are I mean, who's that rookie that's killing it right now with Bryce Harper out?
0: Oh, their center fielder. I can't think of his name off the top. Of my I head. can't
1: think of his name either, but his first three at bats have been bombs. Yeah. And it's awesome. Um, obviously, this is where Tampa Bay belongs. I'm glad they're not in my heart category because they're continually a problem for the Yankees. Um, this is where I put Cleveland because mm-hmm. they just are plummeting. Um, yeah. Miami, because of Sandy Alcantara, he's in there. And then the Orioles have no business being this high up, but they're, <laughs> they continue to be a thorn. And I just, you never know what they're going to do. I put them in the question mark category because they continue to menace teams and, I want to see what they're going to do at the trade deadline because they might do a fire sale. Everybody but Adley Rutschman is safe. Or, I mean, Adley Rutschman the only one safe. Holy crap. Scratch that. Reverse it. <laughs> Adley Rutschman the only one safe on that team. Everybody else is up for trade deadline uh, chips. And I'm interested to see what happens. So that's the biggest reason they're in the question mark category.
0: So they are. They're an interesting team. They're pests. They've been pests all season. We knew they would be. They're 36 and 44 going into Monday. And I wonder yeah. if they're going to make a push because it's not, because it would take like maybe some pitching for them to get over the top and to contend in the wild card, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That might be something they do or maybe they not. not. I don't know. They'll do it yeah. next year.
1: Yeah. Either they're going to sell everybody or they're going to just quietly retain everybody yeah. and try and pick up some options for next season
0: yeah, yeah they might but that's, that's do, also why i don't have them in my question mark because mm-hmm. of that so my question marked here i have the giants the rangers the giants because you don't know what you're getting from them night to night they started off pretty well this season but they have not been very good lately uh the rangers again you don't know what you're going to get from them night to night but they're Playing better than they should be they're currently tied for second in the al west right now Uh, but that's also just because they've been consistent enough that the mariners and angels when they struggled uh they've dropped below Uh, i've got the phillies the mariners are in my question mark which was hard because with the way they've been playing lately and granted they've been playing bad teams but they're winning the games they're supposed to be winning now they're not losing those games they're winning the ones they're supposed to win um and this is something, so we just talked a little bit ago about the Giants and the Mets with their June records, right? 14 yeah. and 13, what was it? 14 and 12 and 13 and 12, something like that. The Mariners were 16 and 13 in the month of June. It's a good wow. month. It's not I'm very bad. happy with it. Very happy with that month of June. That was what, what we needed to see from them. Um, I, I think that there's a chance they could be in the heart tier next month, at least for me, but that's also... Homer bias. Uh, I've sure. Got the Rays because they're mind boggling. Same thing with the Guardians, but they're proud. I, I assume they're going to be in thumbs down next month. Got the Marlins. They're good, but not great. And then the White Sox because they're a legitimate question for me. I don't yeah. know what the, no the White Sox are, who they are. Uh, so there's that because they'll blow a team out one day, they'll get blown out the next day. They're weird. Uh, so that is my uh, question mark tier. Brig, let's go into your Thumbs down, Tier. Go ahead.
1: So, this is really easy for me. The White Sox belong here because they lose just as big as they win. But they lose big, right? There's no consistency in there other than when they lose, it's dramatic. Right. Um, Pirates, Tigers, D-backs, all those make sense here. Cubs barely made it into this category. Um. They might be worse than this. I don't know.
0: There's a good chance.
1: Yeah, the Nationals, <laughs> blah. But the biggest in- piece of interest here is the Angels. I think the Angels just are terrible. And I think it's rotten to the core like we've talked about in the past. And I'm just sick of it. So I'm putting them in the thumbs down category. And I honestly, if they, if they perform any worse than this, I'm going to swap them with the Reds and put them right in the poop category.
0: Yeah, I'm mad. I, I think I think they would be des- would be deserving. Absolutely, it's unreal. It is unreal how bad they are, and yeah, yeah, and <laughs> it's crazy how mad the rest of the league is for Mike Trout and Shohei Otani because there's no reason for them to be this bad.
1: No, and Done. they're the only reasons to watch this team play baseball, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. sh- that should be good enough. But it's not, and it, that makes me mad because we have two generational talents that need.
0: To be winning baseball games. ah, Yeah. Well, I need to I need to have more support than just sympathy. Because I I'm feel saying. like that's m- the majority of what it is at this point. So, all right. My thumb down. I also have the Angels. I have the Rockies, Cubs. And like you said, Cubs are maybe not this good. I've got the Orioles here because they're still not a very good team. I watched sure. them last week against the Mariners, and they, they broke out. Uh, on Monday against George Kirby, but that's because he was he he was serving up meatballs the entire (laughs) his entire his entire outing. It was just not it was a rookie Mm -hmm. outing. Not good. So but then the Mariners came back and beat him the other two. So Orioles are not good. Tigers are not good. The Diamondbacks, I thought were better than this, but they're not. They continue to lose and lose games. They shouldn't. The Pirates belong here. Uh, They have some talent, but they're just they're, they're not very good. Not a very good team. They're 32 and 47 and with some of the guys they have on that team, I would expect them to be better than this, but they're they're not. Um, did I say the Royals already? I got the Royals here, um, yeah. just because they managed to find a way to win some games. Um, but they're, I don't know, they're they're like if I could have a fourth poop team, they would be the fourth poop team. So, yes, and well, that's where I, I would put the, the Rockies. Rockies. Insane. That's what I'm saying. Same thing with the Rockies. The, I feel like the only only reason they win is because they get into Slugfest with teams at cores. Yeah. That's the only reason they win games.
1: Well, and, and there's the Cubs, ugly. too. It's like, what? Maybe what we should do from now on is flex the thumbs down and the poop. Like, we could have eight slots in each. And just, let's just decide, (laughs) let's just decide that there are 11 openings between the poop tier and the thumbs down tier, and then we can shift them as needed.
0: I think that's a great idea. (laughs) It's like the opposite of the cream rising to the top. It's the sludge sinking to the bottom. There you go. It's a density issue. (laughs) The sludge is really starting to, is really starting to sink to the bottom there. It's big time. And I think as
1: the season progresses, we'll see that every year. <laughs>
0: Just yeah, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. By the end of the season, we'll have two teams in thumbs down and like and nine in the poop tier. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Speaking of the poop tier, go ahead, Brick.
1: This is where the Royals go, the Reds go here, the A's go here. I think the A's a no brainer. The Reds a mm. no-brainer. I put the Royals here because they they make no sense. And I just am excited for them to start trading people. That's why I like to watch the Royals.
0: <laughs> it's true. Because Andrew <laughs> Benintendi is gonna be traded any day. He needs now. to be. <laughs> he just, deserves it. He does deserve it. Yeah. Well, and Salvi Perez is just gonna stick it out because that's what he's gonna do. But he
1: has to. He's not gonna get they're not gonna get rid of Salvi and they're not gonna get rid of Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah. So those two dudes are stuck. Mm-hmm. But Ben Intendi deserves to be on a contending team. Yes, he does. Not that those two guys don't, just that there's a chance Andrew gets traded and nobody else will.
0: Yeah, Whit Merrifield deserves to be on a winning team too. I saw yesterday on the Twitter machine, get this, Brig, last year uh, the Mariners were trying to trade for Whit Merrifield and uh, they asked for Julio Rodriguez in return. What? The gall. Can you believe that?
1: I mean, I was, you I was, ah, no, click. <laughs> Thank you. Unreal.
0: Give me that cup of coffee
1: back. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. No, yeah. you can't have the complimentary bottle of water.
0: Go away. <laughs> yeah, I I would be insulted to be honest with you. Yes. But I'm borderline insulted today. But anyway, okay, my poop tier I have uh the A's and the Reds as well. I I I really wish the Reds would just get out of this one. Like I want yeah. I would much rather put them in thumbs down. But I can't. They're bad. And my other team is the Nats. I put the Nats here um, because they're terrible. The one thing you can count on every single day is the sun coming up and the Nats losing. Um, (laughs) I guess that's two things. But anyway, (laughs) but it reminded me because the Nats have been so bad that I'm like, it does remind me of back several years ago when even their clubhouse attendant, whoever puts their jerseys together, just couldn't get it right. And uh, I've been calling them the Natinals, the Natinals, ever since this. And I feel like yeah. it's more fitting, maybe the Natinals and Walgreens again. Maybe we go yeah. back to calling them Walgreens. Walgreens. But did you yeah. did you see this brig when this happened? Yes. To the jerseys, uh, somebody left out the O on the jerseys, and they were the Natinals for a couple innings. <laughs> and uh, I think there was even one point Ryan Zimmerman uh, put the wrong put that jersey on, but everybody else had the had the like the good one, but he had the yeah. wrong one on. <laughs> yeah, so funny. So the Natinals, the Walgreens, Natinals, I don't know. But... Walgreens, Natinals. <laughs> <laughs> They're bad. They're bad yeah. this season. <laughs> I feel very very badly for Natinals fans this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But baseball family, let us know what you think about the emoji <laughs> tiers. How did we do? Did we have your team rated too high, too low? Um, we're going to be expanding the poop tier uh, next month for sure because, we like have I said, to. the sludge is sinking to the bottom and we need to account for that. So that's that's mm-hmm. a thing that we will be doing. So make sure that you reach out in the mailbag, uh, jump on baseballtogether.com or hit the link down in the description. Rick, tell them about the shop.
1: Don't forget to jump on the shop at 9plusus.com. It's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com. 9plusus.com, I got my official Baseball Together podcast t-shirt on right now in the Bronx edition, and I'm wearing my Home of the Brave cap in camouflage, home plate, and an American flag design inside the home plate on camouflage. It's pretty slick. I love this hat.
0: Nice. It does look good. It's a sharp hat. And don't forget about Chinook Seeds. And one thing I like to ask our guests about is their favorite sunflower seed flavor. And we were shocked in an interview we had last, last week. Absolutely shocked. shocked. And that's the tease that I'm going to leave you with today um, but we have our new favorites around here mine is the hatch chili briggs is parmesan and pepper both are delicious flavors from chinook Cedary. because we love them so much we reached out and we partnered with chinook Cedary. so you can get the best seeds at a discounted price in addition to our favorite flavors you can try chinook cedaries they have original jalapeno ranch smokehouse barbecue and a dill pickle which is surprisingly fantastic I it was, is yeah it's so I good and it. my
1: kid loves the smokehouse barbecue that's her favorite
0: Oh, that one's so they're all they're all really good. They're
1: honestly. really good.
0: I, I put off trying helping ranch ranch endel pickle because I was scared, but they're outstanding. They're awesome. Okay, uh, you've so, done it now though. <laughs> I've done it and they're awesome. Oh good. So go to chinooksed.com and use code btpod at checkout to get 10% off your order and support the show. Again, that is chinooksedary.com with code btpod at checkout for 10% off your order and also supporting the podcast. Uh, Baseball family, thank you so much again for joining us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review on YouTube and all the podcast platforms, and we will catch you next week.